Are you tired of losing sales? Do you wish you had proven strategies that would help you increase your sales today, not in three months? You could Google it, but Google is in the information business. And I am in the transformation business. Welcome, Welcome. to the Snack-Sized Sales Podcast, where we will share three actionable sales strategies that you can implement in your business today to increase your sales tomorrow. This includes tactics, tips, and techniques from industry experts, influencers, and sales pros to help you shorten your learning curve and increase your bottom line. The more sales strategies we simplify for you, the shorter your sales cycle and the more money in the bank. Now your host, 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 multi-award-winning sales expert and international speaker, Wesleyan Greer. Hi, it's your host, Wesleyan Greer. We are here with Andrea Enright on another edition of the Snack Size Sales Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic out in Colorado. I love it. Colorado is one of my favorite places. I love Denver. I love the mountains down here in Houston. Things are flat and I love Colorado. So let me tell you guys a bit about Andrea. Her meaningful messaging, storytelling, strategy, and spirited coaching has helped clients get brave with their brand since 2002. Her past includes corporate drudgery, content marketing, and plenty of hitchhiking in dangerous countries. I love it. So tell us, how did you get to the place to where you are today? Yeah, thanks for having me. So you know, I graduated at a time when dot-com was the thing, and I had a nice, completely deranged idea of reality at that time, right, which was wonderful. <laughs> um, and then when everything shut down, I started my own business. My parents are entrepreneurs, so it was in my blood, and I've been doing it ever since. That was 20 years ago. I have not been an employee since. Um, my business has morphed and changed many times over the years. I left the country for three years. I was in the Peace Corps as an adult. But everything has shaped what I do today. Um, my, my real passions are relationships and writing. And in the past six years, after doing a lot of tech, a lot of corporate, I really have started focusing on personal branding for coaches and consultants. About three, maybe five years ago, I renamed my business to be The Boot Factor. And here's why. I've always loved cowboy boots but I don't ride horses and I don't live on a farm. And my aha moment was that you can be a complex person, right? You don't have to be, put yourself in a bucket. And fullest expression is my dream for all women. I want them to be brave with their brand, brave with themselves, because I believe that when we get vulnerable, people respond and we create an authentic connection. Wow. I love that. So many times people come up with names for their companies and they don't really mean anything. But you know, the fact that you're like, I'm not a cowboy. I don't ride horses, but I love boots. <laughs> and the meaning behind that is you can be complex. You can really love one thing and focus on something completely different. I love that. And I think that that's a perfect segue into talking about branding, right? Because you are the brand messaging expert. So what is your first tip to share with the audience on branding and how messaging can help? Right. So over the years, I have really developed three pillars. And those pillars, um, the first pillar is translate, right? So I'm not talking about a language to a language here. I'm talking about the way that we see ourselves versus the way our client sees ourselves. 
Mm. With any message, whether you are writing a blog, an email sequence, a LinkedIn profile, a bio, a presentation, a sales sheet, you you have to translate your message from how you're thinking about it to how your client thinks about it. And to do that, you have to really get specific on what your client's pain points are and talk to them in a human way, right? So I feel like with specifically with LinkedIn profiles and which is what I work on the most and marketing one sheets, most people are talking from their pedestal instead of getting down and talking on the ground face to face with their clients. So please translate, translate your message from how you think about it to how your client thinks about it. Mm, That's good because everybody always thinks, oh, it's all about me. It's all about me. And one thing that I love to tell salespeople, I love to tell sales leaders and entrepreneurs when we're in session is no one cares about you. Your mom loves you, but no one actually cares about you. (laughs) Right. Could I just add one more thing about that? So that is really the way of LinkedIn now. Websites 10 years ago was like, hi, I'm amazing. Oh, did I also tell you I'm amazing? Please let me tell you about my features and benefits, you know, but enough about me. What do you think of me? All me, 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 right? And LinkedIn used to be the same and websites have shifted. They are now, you know, how can I anticipate your struggle and difficulty and offer you an experiential solution? And LinkedIn profiles need to follow that suit. I strongly believe that. So for someone who wants to get their LinkedIn profile or their website copy from me, me, me to them, 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 what is that first step that they would need to take to get that mind shift going? Sure. I'd say it's a couple of things. One, it's ask questions instead of talking about yourself, right? And two, it's make the hero the customer of the story instead of you being the customer of the story, right? So you can do that one of two ways. You can ask questions. What are you struggling with? Is this difficult for you? Or you can empower. You can say, you know what? You bought the company. You hired the team. What you didn't plan on was cybersecurity issues. What's your plan? Mm-hmm. Right? So that's really engaging in a, in a discussion with them. And that's the most important thing you can do in the beginning to draw them in. I love that. So what is the second tip that you have for us? Right. The second is we must educate right? Mm. So people expect education these days. They are looking for a value nugget wherever they can get it, right? And they only have a minute, right? To read that value nugget and weave it into their day. So rather than, you know, than selling, we want to serve. And the best way to serve is to educate. There is a statistic too, and I, um, something like I think 87% of people take advice from the first resource they approach, right? We all say we're going to do our due diligence when we're buying a roof, when we're hiring a vendor. We do that, but then we kind of stop, you know, we don't go that far, right? Mm-hmm. When we talk to someone we like and we get this great advice, we're like, I think they know what they're talking about. I'm going to go ahead, right? And so this is going to work with clients too. We have to educate. And this is, we have to give stuff away for free, even in your LinkedIn profile. You have to stop talking about what you're going to give when they hire you and just give it away right there because guess what? Still going to call you. Mm, that's good. Educate, educate. And, you know, one of the models that I utilize a lot is teach them and they will come, right? So instead of like pushing it down their throat, come, come, come to me, bye, 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 teach them something. Teach somebody something and make them want to say, I, oh, I really do want to come to you. If you gave me that for free, yeah. what would I get if you paid me, right? Right. And, you know, and you don't want someone who's not ready anyway. If they want to do it themselves, let them do the DIY for a while. I know that's, I don't want my clients until they're done with the DIY because sometimes you have to go through that DIY. So educating is just so important. And it's, it also just establishes your credibility, right? You're creating thought leadership just with that simple education and teaching, as you said. I love that. And what is that third tip that you have for us? 
Right. So this is the most important one by far. And what I like to say is, as I've said, translate, educate. And the third one is enchant, right? Mm. So most companies or entrepreneurs stop short of that and they, they just want engagement, right? Engagement's great. I want my child to be engaged, my husband to be engaged, everyone to be engaged. But we need to go further into the enchantment. And here's what enchantment looks like. Enchantment is looking someone straight in the eye. It's starting an intimate conversation. It is taking them by the hand and leading them through the garden, right? And everyone is seeking this kind of connection, right? This human connection. But you don't get it most places, right? You go somewhere and you get a sell. This means you have to be inherently interested in what your client's doing, right? So a few different ways to enchant are, one, getting vulnerable, saying, guess what? I'm really good at this and I suck at this, right? Mm. And even in a business position. Two, it's spending that first five or 10 minutes on the sales call, finding out what's going on with your client. Like, what's their day like? How did the last current event affect them? You know, how's their child? What happened after, you know, what you heard last time? Because guess what? 20 minutes in, it's too late to do that, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you enchant and really have that human connection, people just, you know, it's a really old adage that I learned literally in 1985 in student council camp. Terrible. It's like, Um, I know it's like an old memory, but I'll never forget it. It's like, no one cares how much, you know, until they know how much you care. Mm. And when we care, we really create that enchantment. Um, People are looking for a mirror. They're looking for a little bit of themselves. And so when we connect, we find a point of human connection, uh, people respond. So how do we do the enchantment when we're in such this digital age? People are getting bombarded by LinkedIn messages and emails and so much stuff online. How can we really put that enchantment into effect in an online sphere? Right. So there's a way to do it. One is when you get on a Zoom call with someone, spend that first five minutes dropping in, right? And don't forget to do it, right? It's really easy to forget. The other way is is really through language. And this is what I specialize in is the brand messaging. It's talk to your client like you would talk to someone on the phone, right? Stop sitting in this very stiff place where we think we have to sit because of corporate execs, right? Right. Now, I'm not saying be inappropriate. I'm not saying take private stuff and make it public. I'm saying talk to someone in a normal, natural way. We all want to be talked to in that way. Nobody thinks it's fun to have that stiff language. Mm. So you just really got to like change your mindset about how you're sending an email, you know, how you're putting stuff on your LinkedIn profile, what you're saying on your website. It's all about that language. Ah, I love it. So it's really about being human, right? So you don't always have to be up on your ivory tower on the pedestal like, oh, I'm the salesperson or I'm the business owner and I have to be so perfect and I have to say these things and read the script. Just just be human. And sometimes that's including like personal details, right? It's saying, you know, I used to say one of my things was like, you know, there's nothing I love more than mining you for your magic, except maybe chips and salsa, but otherwise you're number one, right? So I'm just sharing a little bit about myself. I love chips and salsa, right? And lots of people can relate to that, right? It makes me just a normal person goes to eat tacos. <laughs> so, and so, you know, throwing that in just like brings the conversation down here instead of it being up here. I love that. So give us a success story, a client that you've worked with that has used one or all three of these tips to really help transform their sales. Right. Absolutely. So one client I had was really struggling to connect with her LinkedIn profile and her resume, right? She had been out of work and in a leadership position prior, but out of work for a year, didn't want to become a consultant, was just like, like could not seem to get the attention or the connection of people online. And we revamped her whole online brand, which is really what I do. 
this is an online brand that overarches. It's not attached to a gig or a job or, you know, your past identity. This is an, a living, breathing thing that we continue, that, that continues throughout your whole life as you morph and change. And when we did that for her, she stepped into that. And I like to say at the end of my boot kicking brand journey, people feel not only more love from clients and from the audience, but more self-love, right? Mm -hmm. And so after two months, like after a year of getting sort of no response, after two months, she got an, just an amazing dream job and was, she was ecstatic, right? Because she really, like any client I'm working with is going to see a typically a 30% uptick of people looking at their profile, people contacting them because they're engaging, they're enchanting, and people are taking notice. They're really mm -hmm. rising that voice. And so I was just, I was so proud of that one specifically just because I knew that she not only got the attention of who she wanted, but she really stepped into her power. Mm. So you really, you gave me a golden nugget there because a lot of times we think of LinkedIn as a tool for salespeople or marketing or business owners, right? That's what we use to, to make connections. But the story you gave was an employee, a person looking for a job. Mm -hmm. And the importance of her personal brand and her LinkedIn profile is what got her that new position. And so guys, I really want you to take this in. Personal branding is not just because I need to sell widgets or I need to make money. Your personal brand, your presence online is you. <laughs> That's why it starts with personal. How do you want to be perceived online? That is amazing. Yeah, when people are looking you up, what are they finding, right? Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter what your future plans are. You want to have a long life and leave a legacy. And what are you looking like when people look you up, right? Is it you? Is it the authentic you? Is it the old you? Is it the new you? And that count, that makes sense for executives, for entrepreneurs, for employees, anyone. I love that. Do you have a, a free gift for our audience? <laughs> Absolutely. So what I like to do is called a LinkedIn Love Fest. So it's 20 minutes on the phone with me. We'll go down your LinkedIn profile. I'll tell you the magic formula for getting translation, education, and, and enchantment. And, you know, we'll get to know each other a little bit. We'll have a great conversation. And there's no sales pitch, nothing like that. You know, you just, we just talk and you're going to feel a little bit better and you're going to get some, you know, great tips about changing your LinkedIn profile. So feel free to click on the link. I believe that you're going to provide or contact me on LinkedIn. I love that. The link that you guys can schedule this 20 minute LinkedIn love fest with Andrea will be in the show notes. Please feel free to reach out to her because as we all know, when somebody is searching for you these days, LinkedIn is one of the first two or three places that pops up. A lot of times it pops up before your website because they have such good search engine optimization. So and so if you have a good profile, when somebody's searching for you or a product that you're providing or a new employee, if somebody's a hire, you definitely want to go through this love fest with Andrea. You have given us a wealth of information. I love this, this different stint that you gave us on brand messaging and LinkedIn and really how to stand out. Thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you so much. <laughs> I really appreciate being here. And guys, that has been another episode of the Snack Size Sales Podcast. Remember to like or subscribe and in everything that you do, transform your sales. Thank you for joining us today on the Snack Sized Sales Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave us a review. 
Learn how to continue increasing your bottom line by getting simplified sales strategies delivered to your inbox weekly by going to www.snacksizedsales.com. Trust me, your bank account will grow and love you.